You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the Future of Entrepreneurship, a Prop G Pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. What's up, everybody? Welcome to uh, episode 11 of Tough Hang, uh, recapping episode 11 of The Ultimate Fighter, season 31. Conor McGregor is back. Uh, I am back. I mean, I was really never gone. Uh, your host, Alexander Keeley. And of course, uh, our other host, I shouldn't say other, uh, everyone's favorite co-host is also back from his trip to uh, Dallas, Texas. It is uh, GC Connor Burks back in the building. Yes, back from Texas, baby. Don't. Yeah mess with texas feels like we got the band back together feels good to be back here yeah, i'm does. excited gc uh, people saw me with the uh proper 12 and the dolls in the back so thanks for letting me stay at your place while you were in dallas uh everything of went course, fine man, i looked after all the all the plants were watered uh i took care of it and i'm back up now in canada uh and of course we are joined by producer e casey white yo wait wait before we start I, I gotta i gotta find out if connor's a true texan yet so stars at night are big and bright. Deep in Texas. the heart of Texas. Deep in the heart of Texas. I, there it is. I uh, never, from the second I, you no started that, I had no idea where you were going with that. No <laughs> one did. No one did. Casey, you're, you're, you're not a true Texan, but, but I, we, I appreciate you got the mug. You almost made you almost made right. the buckies. You almost made the buckies. That it's tough. Buc-ies I tried. Like, All right. If you if you want to know the the behind the scenes, I was really willing to do it. It was forty minutes each way from my hotel in Dallas. But then I checked the Uber and like an Uber one way was like $62. So I was just like, I'm going to go ahead and pass on Bucky's. Next time I'm down here, I'll rent no, no, a car no, no. and make you a take the Uber trip. to Bucky's and then you um, go on the side of the road and get a ride back. Hitchhike back. back. Yeah. Texas that's is where you true, hitchhike. That's a true man. experience. Yeah. It is. And, and, that is a flat state. That is a flat yeah. state with a lot of open highways. Yeah. Bucky's is a, you don't visit Bucky's when you're in the city. Bucky's is a, Something you visit when you go from like Houston to Dallas or Houston to, or Dallas to San Antonio. That's a that's when you go to Bucky's. So that's yeah. what it seemed like. That's what it seems like. So next time I'm in Texas, that's next what I'll time. do it. There you go. Right. Casey, you're you of course have roots in H Town, Houston, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, how many different places are you from? I swear, I have done many shows with you, sir. And I swear every now and then you'll be like, oh, that guy's from Wisconsin. Oh, I'm from Wisconsin. Like, I've, I, I've uh, lived in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, I, I've lived in Montreal for uh, for a couple. How many different places are you from, Casey? You uh, are from so many places. Born in Florida. Raised what? In Mississippi. Yeah, born in Florida. 
Raised in Mississippi. Mississippi? The Mississippi that went up against Louisiana today? Mm-hmm. The same? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm, from the, I'm from the Delta. Uh, uh, Jason Knight's from Southern Mississippi, but we're, okay. we're, still, we're still Mississippi boys. Then um, Get a little stake in the game. Yeah. My, former, <laughs> my formative years in Texas and then my adult professional making money years out in Los Angeles. God, what a man of many nations you are. I swear. I You say that. You're going to bring it up in, a, in, a, in like, oh, I also spent some time in Topeka. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. Uh, yes, Mississippi versus Louisiana on this episode of The Ultimate Fighter. The uh, the last, the second semi-weight, semi-weight, the second lightweight semifinal uh, determining our last finalist for the season at 155 pounds. What an amazing fight. What an amazing fight, GC. Ooh, give us give us best your fight thoughts. of the season. Fight. I mean, but they're... The, Absolutely no doubt it was the best fight of the season. Like it's it's inarguable. The fact that I was really happy with it is that they were selling it for a lot of this episode. They were just like, this is a guaranteed banger. We're gonna go in there. We're gonna absolutely throw hands. If we don't reach, if we go the distance and we don't reach 500 punches thrown apiece, then we then we failed uh, as fighters in there. Michael Chandler selling it. Everyone is selling the fight, and then they get in there and they actually deliver. Uh, my my first note, Jason Knight. I know he ended up getting finished. But the dude has got an absolute ironclad chin. I mean, it was a body shot that actually was the the thing that led to the finishing sequence on the ground. He took some massive shots. He took some massive shots, dude. Absolute dog. Both those guys, they they stuck to their word, man, and they delivered the best fight of the season so far. Yeah, he was eating clean shots to the head, clean, right from the big, <laughs> loud big shots, like like and face turning, was, like big yes. shots. You this was that, uh, you know that fight reminded me of the first time. The very first, uh, well, not maybe not very first, but the very first pandemic pay per view, and we got to mm-hmm. see the footage of Justin Gaethje and Tony Ferguson. Remember <laughs> right. that footage of the yeah, pop, yeah. Pop, and like no noise, loud the sound, chunk, that, chunk, it, it gave me those memories, punches, yeah, yeah wop, wop. like it was. Ooh, there almost, was the, yeah. sorry, it was a point. There was so much violence in that fight that even like veterans like Conor McGregor and Chandler were like, dang. Dang. Yeah, like, they, they, yeah. Like, these guys Whoa. have been in wars, especially Chandler. He's been in freaking wars, and he was like, "Whoa, my boy, hey, hey, hey. get him to the hospital." Yes, yeah, like <laughs> as he walked by, as he walked by McGregor, he was just like, "Jesus, man, those dudes were going at it." McGregor was like, "Classic fight, classic fight, fight of the yeah. season, no doubt." Dana saying the same thing. I loved how, like, as they were going at it, as Jason Knight's taking these huge shots, he's just like, make sure to be like, told y'all we were going to bang, man. Told y'all we were going to get after it. Like, it's just like, yeah, dude. Yeah, you guys are getting after it. It's it's almost a shame. It's almost a shame this is on, like, featured in The Ultimate Fighter because this is, this is like a top 10, like one of the top 10 best fights of the year I've seen, maybe. And Mm -hmm. obviously, we know, you know, tens of millions of people watch this show every week, but. When it comes to doing their fight of the year list, they might like not count it because it was on a reality show, it was taped, you know. So that's why I worry it'll be discounted. Everyone saw it. I mean, everyone's it's all everyone's going to be talking about Wednesday morning. Um, but it was a great, great fight. It was actually enhanced by the silence, unlike the Austin Hubbard, Roosevelt yes, Roberts fight. That's what I thought too. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, I was, was just the, like everyone's like the, the opposite of that. Was that it last was totally week? opposite? Was that last two week? weeks ago? Two weeks oh, ago. Yeah, two weeks, two ago. weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was enhanced because like everyone that was just like, oh yeah, this is actually pretty cool. We're getting to see it. But we all we were hearing was feet shuffling. And this one we were hearing like massive punches landing. It was, I mean, it was theater, bro. Uh, I, I was not expecting I was I was getting a little bit worried that they were like jinxing it by how much they were hyping it up. I have like notes. I was just like, man, like they're seriously selling this thing. I I really hope that we don't end up flopping because they are such close friends, but it felt like 
it, it was like a different energy about it. Whereas Roosevelt Roberts fight with, with Austin Hubbard, it was like, they were, they were like a little too friendly that like, they, they didn't want to go to war. These guys were both like jobs on the line. If I lose, I'm just going to prop him up and I'm going to make him look sick doing it while I'm also looking good because we're going at it. Uh, yeah, it felt like a, a different energy and man, they delivered. I was a little worried early when they were mentioning like, oh yeah, there's like, just like the other fight, you know, we didn't want, we don't want any of our coaches providing any real cornering. Mm-hmm. So I was like, wh- I was like, why would you remind people of the circumstances around our <laughs> fight two weeks ago? Like, are you trying to get people to change the channel? Are you trying to scare <laughs> people? Uh, but yes, the two guys did a much better job selling it. They were talking about their history. They said they used to live like 90 minutes away from each other. They were going to fight before they were in the UFC. Jason Knight apparently got in some sort of car accident, which may have prevented that fight from happening. Uh, and Kurt said he wanted them to both surpass 500 punches each, which if this was like a five-round fight, they might have done it. It was it was uh, so much fun to watch. I really, I, I know we're going to probably say this a bunch of times during the show, I really cannot believe um, how many shots Jason Knight ate. He started giving back, but he was really getting outworked. And, and like I said, if it wasn't for that body shot, I don't know. He might have just stayed in his feet the whole time. But uh I, can, can we get these guys $50,000 bonuses? I mean, what kind of compensation do we think these right, guys are getting bro. for these fights in the show? Do, do we have any idea? <laughs> they both they both got with the extra no, they they both lost the or we'll talk about it later. Yeah. The coaches competition and they were both on the losing yes. team so they got nothing extra that week. I guess. Or did they yeah, I would hope. I mean, Dana had a had a pretty huge appreciation for the fight. I I he could did. see him throwing him a couple shekels. I like I want to see Jason Knight in the UFC after that. I, I feel like that was sort of his plan. He was just like win or lose, I'm gonna I'm gonna just go out on my sword and, and hopefully get a contract from it. Uh I but I I would love Jason to see Knight's him in the a, UFC. Jason Knight's a 45er and he actually looks small. He he he's always fought at 45 and this fight was at 55. Kurt Hallbaugh looks like a 55er. Jason Knight looks like a 45er. I, I, that was my impression. And um, so I hope if Jason Knight does get an, uh, an actual UFC contract, he can fight at his um, natural weight class. So I, Jason think, I, Knight, think, I think I think that did, um, I think that did, the size discrepancy did hurt Knight for sure in that fight. He, he's somehow only 31 years old. <sighs> Veteran. How is, that, how is that possible? How is this? Uh, I, I, I'm looking at his record. I believe he's been fighting since he was like 19. So he's one of those guys. He's He has been around for, for a long time. If it feels like he's been around for a long time, he has been. He just started super, super young and has been in a lot of memorable fights. Uh, and for anyone listening to this, if, if this was your first introduction to Jason Knight, what, find, I don't know where it is, but find his bare knuckle fights with Artem Lobov or his, one, his first one. If you want to see what you saw in this episode – in a bare knuckle twenty five minute fight or whatever how long it is <laughs> oh. that fight was that fight was basically the equivalent to it in, in, in uh, a real fight but yeah I have to go and, and watch I that was, I've never I've never watched that before oh it's insane and if you find the post fight pictures of them at the hospital you'll be like these guys are legit like maniacs just yeah. freaking maniacs I mean he was Jeez. comfortable being just completely battered getting in the getting in the ambulance he's like yep I'm good yeah. Yeah, he didn't. He, he was just like, "Can I get a mirror first? I just want to see how I look." Or can you guys say, take a picture? Let me see how I look. I'm like, oh, man, he's not concerned. He was talking during the fight. What did he say? He said um, the first time he got cracked, he said uh, uh, that was a good one. He like as a, as he was sort of recovering, and then uh, oh, at the end of the first round, yeah, I told I told y'all boys we was banging. Like he's just ta- he was also pretty cognizant the fight, in there. After the fight, he was just like, yep, nope, I'm not upset. I I may have not fought to my best abilities, but what was I going to do? Kurt was like so on point that mm-hmm. like he just he just fought the best fight. And I don't know about y'all. I'm actually kind of glad I was cheering for Kurt in there 
because uh, of the call with his call wife. I mean, great. dude, I mean, he started crying and everything. He's talking about how like big of an opportunity this is. The wife drops in like the little, the little jab at Jason Knight. She was like, I mean, come on, you're going to win. It's, it's Jason Knight. Uh, yeah, you can just tell how much it meant. I was really going to feel bad for him if he ended up not pulling it off. So it was, it was, it was cool to see the, the emotional guy win. Yeah, he's most moving those, on. Yeah, I Jason like Knight's calls have been kind of, you know, all right, go, I miss you, I miss you, I'm going to do great. But I don't, but you're right, you're right. There's something about the, the, when Kirk called his wife, there was like an extra level of, of, um, of, uh, emotion. And, um, 100%. I, I, I'm glad you felt that too. Yeah, it was, it was different. It was, it was different. It wasn't just, hey, cool, you know, uh, yeah, it was well done, well done. Jason Knight should definitely get a contract and it better not be some contender series introductory. Mm. uh dealy i mean this guy should be getting paid at least 50 g's just to show if not more uh so hopefully that happens i, I that you know this leads me to my first question of the show guys i wanted to ask um th- this is something we've mentioned on previous shows and and anytime you, you know you do a reality show there's gonna be this drama you're the drama of someone getting eliminated and you know they have their their, their story and it, it affects you but i think the problem with this season is uh as 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 touching as those stories are is that there's no there's no counterbalance to it. We're not going to get the opposite where we're like super, super happy for the guy who wins the show. Um, because of some, what I just mentioned, like we know they're just getting back to the UFC where arguably a lot of these guys should have been all along. They probably should have been cut in the first place. So now these sob stories at these, these um, consolation prizes, uh, they're just bringing me down. They're bringing me down. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. Do you see where are, would you rather they didn't necessarily keep showing like, Oh man, this guy falling short and, uh, it's 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 bringing me down uh yeah i mean i've been saying it all all sh- all season uh that uh, like you you kind of had this this more of an emotional connection to these fighters than your typical you know apex card this weekend uh and yeah it's you you do have the connection i mean i i like that they showed i mean i think it's i think it's part of the show it gets you a little bit more invested in it yeah uh, casey yeah you, you, ha- you have to f- you have to fill the lows if you're gonna if oh. you want to fill the highs but I'm saying what, there is no high though. What's the high? What is the, yeah, what's well, going to be the that. high? That's my worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Even Kurt Holabaugh, like, he, like I said, Kurt Holabaugh should be making a hundred thousand dollars for this win. I have a feeling he probably is not getting paid hundred k for this win. Oh, uh, I, I can right? say with hundred percent like, certainty he did not get paid a hundred thousand like, dollars. That's that's a fight of the night. That's like if that's in a if that's in a UFC uh, you know Vegas seventy nine. Uh, fight of the night winner. That's oh yeah, fight of the night, fifty k bonus, no doubt, no yeah. doubt, no doubt, no doubt. This is like, the, and maybe a finish bonus for Holloway. He might be walking home with hundred k plus plus his show money plus his win. It just, I, I, I know we're got, you know, if we ever talk with the Ultimate Fighter again, this is going to be something that uh, comes up. You know, I don't know if we're going to do another season after this. So thank you everyone for watching Tough Hang. It's been fantastic, uh, <laughs> but it's just hard. It's hard not to think about now in the the current. Uh, UFC climate. It's it's a discussion that's been going on for a while. It's not going away. The fighter compensation thing, but I get it. It's not something we need to we need to harp on all the time. GC on a more positive note, Team McGregor technically undefeated, or I should say, no losses like four straight weeks. Is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and the blue's back. The, the blue, gets the, the blue is back, baby. Come on. Well, the blue let's, wasn't really here. Maybe the blue wasn't really here this episode. Though I guess we could say blue team is back. Blue, blue is back. back. Well, uh, and then <laughs> don't do and then this. wait for. Wait for Rico to pull it off. I also, I just want to give an update. Uh, we got all the matches correct for the semifinals. I still have oh, well this done. note here. Our predictions, though, we are 0 for 3. We we thought it was going to be Jason Knight mm-hmm. versus uh, Roosevelt Roberts. Oh, yeah. It's going to be Halaba Hubbard. Uh, and then we thought it was going to be Valiv versus Rico. 
So far, it is Katona, um, yeah. and we'll see next week whether or not Rico makes it. Yeah. But if they stick to what we're thinking, what we've laid out, 292 finales, is, is that still up in the air? I don't know. You've been pushing this hard. You guys have been saying having Rico be one of the finalists in Boston yeah, makes a I lot of they, sense. I thought, they, I thought they announced it already. I think they did, oh, and they, I think... It's going to be oh, in the prelims. Wow. It's going to be in the prelims, yeah. They announced yeah, so, oh, they the must last. have been watching... Maybe. They must have been yeah. watching Tough Hang then. <laughs> they, yeah. Definitely. And I, I don't know if the card is finalized, but from what I saw, it, someone put something up and it was like the the they would open the card. <laughs> oh, maybe, oh, no, maybe not. I see another thing listing prelims as the, the first they're, set. Of they're like the, on the middle TV of the prelims. prelims. They're not like the they're not the opening That's fights, fine. but they're yeah, right. That's fine. They're not the main event prelim. Whatever. I got, no pro- I got no yeah, problem. It, That's it, fine. That's fine. it makes sense because we're sitting at we're only sitting at 10 fights right now. So. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Happening. And we don't know Sweet. if there's gonna be other ultimate we'll get fights, like if like like Roberts versus Jason Knight or something like that. We don't know. Yeah, but what a, what a run! Rico wins for Team McGregor. Uh, the first semifinal doesn't have any McGregor fighters in it, so technically Team McGregor couldn't lose. Rakatona jumps over to Team McGregor for the first bantamweight semifinal, gets the win this week again. No Team McGregor. Uh, so team four in a row. so four in a row. Plus, we'll talk. We'll jump right into it. T- Conor McGregor wins the coaches challenge the always uh lovely coaches challenge now guys we were talking about this before the show i think we all had a bit of a different read on it i overall enjoyed it i'll get to my reasons why in a moment uh gc what, what were your thoughts yeah of course i enjoyed it it was something different it was it was a switch up they at least added a little a little emotion a little fun to the show uh no love for uh brooklyn wren i have to say dana white bruce buffer and ring girl from michael was, chandler no love for uh for now, the great brooklyn Shout out to Brooklyn Wren. Uh, Michael Chandler, as sort of somewhat revealed in this trivia thing, uh, has said uh, he's not really. And, and Casey, you alluded fan. to this last week. No, just in general, a lot of fighters are not like hardcore MMA fans. Like they 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 keep track of their teammates, their division, maybe, maybe. But overall, they're not like as avid as they're not watching forty four fight cards a year, right? They're probably watching some of the pay per views. Smart, smart, normal yeah. people, normal human normal beings. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, they watch they the smart, main smart card. Around. They watch the main card. You know, they don't. Yeah, they're, they're not getting there for the first yeah. fight. Yeah, uh, I, I would be surprised if, if Chandler could name any of the ring girls. So I don't think yeah, it was like well, a slight towards Brooklyn Rand. It's maybe a slight well, towards man. ring girls in general. If you want to take it that way, but I don't think he could the, name any of them. the Chandler Ren beef. If it oh, comes to it. fruition, know that it started here. Know that this started <laughs> See, here. Uh, no love lost between between Brooklyn and Mike there. Uh, second, have to say, absolutely loved the Bruce Buffer. It's bath, bath time. That was all time. I bet that I'm going to go ahead and say that that kills with the grandkids, that that's an absolute yeah. moneymaker <laughs> when you're putting the grand, grandkids to sleep. I bet he goes back to that one a lot. Uh and then, yeah, I mean, ice bath. I'm sure they got another sponsorship in for whatever brand that was for the ice baths. Always, yeah, always making money, baby. Always making money. Gotta love the hustle. Uh, and yeah, I thought the, I thought the questions they weren't they weren't brain busters or anything, but uh, you know, it was entertaining enough. And and uh, Team McGregor, all of them essentially lost their fights, and they got some extra money. They got some extra yes. money. Good for them I did, because I, did, I, I think I a lot of the vets. I was gonna say, I just want to say, I, I think a lot of the vets hopefully will end up getting signed. I don't know if a lot of the quote-unquote prospects are necessarily going to get signed, but we'll see how that goes. Sorry, Casey, what are you saying? Oh, the one part <laughs> of the, the question part I did like was when, uh, what round did Conor McGregor lose to Habib? <laughs> <laughs> Conor's like, like, oh, shit. Conor's all he's like, he's just like, 
<laughs> jerks. Yeah, like, she's like, what is this? Yeah, some of them they, 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 they made. Some of them they made way too yeah. obvious. Like it was just like, what is Michael Chandler's record in MMA? Like, like, Eleven and two, two and twenty, and twenty-three uh, I, and eight. It's just like yeah, all right. Very and then obvious, another yeah. one was like, when was McGregor rookie of the year? And it was like 2000, 2013 or twenty twenty-three. It's just like, I mean, <laughs> if, if you have even just like one ounce of common sense, those are those are obvious. even Chandler's like, what is Conor like forty-eight or something? Like if you. Uh, McGregor's laugh in the cold tub was was all time. I mean, we got about 15 belly laughs from McGregor because he was so cold and uncomfortable. Uh, so that was good. Yeah, that that, that part, it, it seemed almost unnecessary for them to be in the bass, but I guess visually you just had to amp it up somehow. Uh, Casey, we were saying before the show, we wish you, you, you were saying you didn't feel the cold. It wasn't coming through for you. And that's I like see, maybe. I, I want to see them dump ice. I, I want to see an ice yeah. bath, not a cold water oh. bath. Right, like, right. Because like, ice, yeah, you know, is cold. I just don't. I don't know. It's but I cold. think. I, don't I know. think they're that's proving the for the brand. They're proving for the yeah, brand exactly, of, of exactly. tubs that it stays cold. I've, I thought. Brand. I thought you could feel it going into the last round. I think you could tell McGregor was like, "All right, dude, I'm done with this. I want to get out." <laughs> I thought for a second. I thought for a second he was going to miss the last question. They were going to get forced to a round four, and like they were both going to get pissed. Yeah, this needed a commercial break. This needed a. This needed both guys like shaking, and the McGregor like, "Oh, that's it. I've had enough." And like almost standing up, and then they cut to a commercial break, and then it's like, "Oh no, okay, okay, I forgot. I yeah, can't. Yeah. I got to cut it out." You just wanted to add. You just wanted to stretch it out. A pointless tease into it, a four-minute commercial break, and then him just well, sit back down. <laughs> sit well, back this, down. this ties. <laughs> I like this. I like this. You got the producer mind here, AK. That's how the drama on this show works. For anyone who's watched all 11 episodes, that's pretty much how the Oh, is this guy going to have to make weight? Oh, yeah, he just made the weight. Okay. Oh, cool. Well, we'll just... Yeah. Oh, Brad, is Brad... Man, is Brad... What's going on? He's he's, 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 he's hanging out with the other team? What does that mean? Ah, oh, it's okay. We're cool. He can hang out with the He's getting on the bus. That's, he's getting on the bus. He's getting, we're about, <laughs> ah, it's getting on the bus. We're going to talk about drama on the show. They uh-huh. finally did something in this episode, which I've been really waiting for the entire right. season. Is this involving oh. the trivia? I don't want to move on from the trivia no. yet. Oh, no. Okay. I, I, let's, get, let's get down to trivia. Sorry. Okay, Casey, write this down. Don't forget it. I, we have, okay. I have a tendency to forget things on the show. That would be my fault if we forget it. Uh, write this down. Make a little producer note in your producer notebook. Yes. Uh, I had some, some problem. The other reason I would have wanted to extend it is because they skipped over the best part of the trivia. Uh, the tough, specific trivia because I was playing along at home. All right, I was playing along. So to tell people that there was three rounds. The first round, general UFC history. Round two, tough trivia. Round three, worth double the points. And I thought, huge advantage for Chandler here. Uh, trivia about the other person. Because I'm like, Chandler definitely knows pretty much everything about McGregor's career. I mean, he's just so famous. I'd be surprised if McGregor knows anything about Michael Chandler's yeah. career. He didn't even know he'd been in championship fights. He's in Bellator. Uh, so they skipped over the tough stuff. I was furious. Um, they showed like the first question, which was when did like Bonner and uh, Griffin Bonner one happen? And that's it. And they're like, oh, I guess we don't need to show ultimate fighter questions. And I'm like, I would have crushed it. I would have, because I went, there were seven. Uh, that would have been your Griffin. forte. Hmm? That, that would have been your forte, man. For. That's when you that's won the, yeah, yeah. I guess I didn't put two and two together. They were like skipping along and like the scores were higher and mm-hmm. yeah. So we didn't get so to the questions. You so really so they finally show. sped through at, at the boring part, which we what? were complaining about. <laughs> and me? they did it during the they, like we can't do it during a fight, but we can do it during. Yeah, the we can do it during this. Like, come on, the part, also, waiting, the part where the two stars are actually interacting. Let's get through. Why everyone is here to watch the show? Why we want to see that? They also didn't realize till halfway through that when you do these trivia things, you have to have people both reveal their answers at the same time. Because 
Otherwise, once the first guy gets an advantage, he can just see what the other guy's going to say and then answer the same. Yeah. And it doesn't matter whether he's right or wrong because he's already has a one point advantage. So it doesn't matter. So they, they realize it halfway through now. And then also having the final round be each guy answering questions individually also would have fixed that. But Still, my complaint stands. It, it seemed very silly at first when they were like, but "What?" They were oh, you said C? Okay, I'll say they C. They were cold, though. <laughs> and cold. in yeah. ten twenty four ice plunge baths, whatever the brand was, uh, <laughs> shout out keeps you keeps you nice and cool. Yeah, does, uh, Casey, doesn't need ice added to it. Doesn't doesn't need ice added to it, Casey. No, and viewers, no. by, viewers, by the way, if they did show the tough trivia on whatever the UFC's deleted scene show or whatever crap that is that I refuse to watch. Uh, this time I will watch it if those tough trivia questions. Wow, wow. Please. Listen to you. Let I me know in the I comments. Stoop to the deleted scenes <laughs> guy. I watch the deleted scenes <laughs> every week. I'll let you know. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let I me know. I will say though, Casey, I, 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 got a, I got it, but I did get the question wrong. I thought Carlos Sparza was the first tough champion. Oh, I, I picked Carlos too. I, no I told clue. I told I him that Julia Pena was the first one. I got I everything except I got everything except Chandler's TKO wins. I did not get that. The last question, I did not know the answer to that. I was off. Uh, Casey, what was the uh, sorry? What was the point you brought up earlier? Oh yeah, so um, one thing I've been kind of complaining about this whole season is like, okay, we have all these fighters and they all live in a house together, but yet we mm-hmm. there's literally no house drama the entire season, which is fine. Like they didn't get they didn't get drunk in a fight, but <laughs> but they started out the first this episode awesome. They it was um all the fighters around the kitchen table and um it was uh Knight and Hollaba basically talking about their fight and like oh we're gonna what was it were they just kind of talking about how excited they are about fighting each other at the very opening of the episode that is something incredibly unique to the format of the show i wish we is that the only time it happened all season or was that the only time it was interesting but like i I just wonder like that that's what we want to see like oh wow i have to you know basically try to legally murder this man but also (laughs) we have to do dishes you know, so, <laughs> and, you know, someone needs to clean I thought place. that was good too. I mean, the more, so, the so more that, insight that, we can see into the house, the better. Yeah. And, and that, that's what, so yeah, we, we have this situation. We never, they never capitalized on it. And so I felt that was one moment we got to see something that was um, very unique to this situation. And um, yeah, I just, um, I like how they started the episode out with that. Yeah, and it's the the uh, quote unquote prospects who are really missing out on this because as much as we make fun of the prospects label, these, these are guys who are less familiar not just to ufc fans but fans who watch because if you watch mma you know or combat sports in general um like you brought up casey you you're probably keeping up with jason knight's bkfc you've probably at least been seeing him fight so he's like he's been around like jason knight's been around so you don't necessarily need to feature him that much in the show people like him people know him but like we saw like land i think it was landon landon quinones for example we saw him talking trash like in episode two and that's like all we got to see of him until his the, his fight day right and these are the guys who need to get that. Like that used to be the great reason to sign up on the show was not necessarily to get, not just to get a path to the UFC, like a clear path to UFC, mm-hmm. but because, oh, you get to show your personality. And and, and that's less and less. It's, it hasn't been that way for a while. It's not just this season. Like, so I'm not just criticizing season 31. It's been like this for a long time. And, you know, I understand it's probably never going to go back to those glory days of like, wow, learning, like learning everything there was to know about Josh Koscheck before he even, you know, had his first official UFC fight, right? Like those, those were the, the, when it was a really a star making show and it really feels like they've given up on that now. They don't really care. Um, I thought it, it feels like no real star is going to be born from no. this season. No. And that's been the case for a while. It's been that's a while. Been the case yeah. For a while. yeah. And like, there, there's uh, way, too, okay. Like as much as like that opening scene when they were at the kitchen table, there's just way too much of them on that kind of black confessional type of look going, I'm going to yeah. do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. It's like, 
I don't know. I need like 10 seconds of that. We know. I don't know. I I, I just want to see more real stuff and not just them trying to basically do a promo for the producers there. It feels like that. It got, I don't know. I felt it was really repetitive real quick, even from Jason Ayhalaba. Um, also, you can, you can, to me, you can tell when they've just been like queued up a question, like, that's what I mean. how are yeah, you going to finish that it. fight? Because, because they repeat the prompt. Like they're, they're just like, how am I going to finish Jason Knight by second round knockout? Like it, it, it just feels like too robotic. Like it just doesn't feel natural. Whereas when they're in the house, like they're obviously having fun, talking shit, like enjoying themselves. Still, I feel like we've said it since episode one. Still feel like we wish we saw a lot more of that. Yeah. yeah. And did they say on this episode, by the way, uh, how much money all the guys got from the trivia? Did they think they said did they briefly, say 10K? Right? It's supposed to be, I think, 10K for them. each of them. Right? No, I think it was. I thought it was like no? fifteen hundred. It wasn't that much. Oh, the coach gets ten k. McGregor McGregor has the ten k. What he say? He says the Rich house always richer. wins, and I'm the house, baby. Yeah, yeah. the Bruce Buffer line: Rich getting richer. I mean, the guy was killing it. Not much mic time for old Bruce, <laughs> but he, uh, you know, he he made value out of out of the few minutes that he got. The guy what commits. What, what time is it? It's bath, it's bath time. Bath. Man, that should it's have been, that should have been the name of the episode. It's, it's Honestly, bath time. I have great. to say, I have to say, probably the best producer moment of all from from this this season of Tough was that we went to we we are leading into commercial break and Bruce Buffer's like it's bath time, and then we come back from commercial break and we get it again. They gave us the double dose. He hits us immediately again with the it's bath time. That was just absolutely excellent work. I have a question. Was it the same take? I think it was uh, right. They didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I think I think they were just getting you back up to speed after the four okay. minutes of commercials. I thought for a second, I was like, did I hear a slight? Like he held it longer, and I'm like, did they do multiple takes of his bath time? Because I hope they did. Like Marvin's like, please tell me they did this multiple times, trying to get different reactions. For, guys, react to it like you know, don't react to it this time. This time, laugh. This because <laughs> I don't know. I I thought it was, but it was a great moment. Yeah, because if you caught it before the commercial break, you're hooked. You're like, I'm staying through these ads. Bruce Buffer just says, bath "Oh yeah, time. yeah, it's bath time. It's bath time." If, if by some chance you're browsing to ESPN and then it just came on, you're like, "Oh, what's going on? What's Bruce Buffer doing?" It's bath time. I'm locked in for the rest of the episode. So, you're right. Uh, gold star for production team on that one. That was <laughs> that was clearly the right move to make. Uh, do we have any thoughts about uh, our first lightweight final, Austin Hubbard and Jason Knight? Is there a guy? I'm oh, sorry. Excuse me, Kurt Hollibaugh. Courtesy. I'm just like everybody else. Yeah, I thought Jason Knight was going to win. Kurt Hallbaugh putting on maybe the performance of his life uh, in, a, in a huge, huge spot. Yeah. And now uh, Kurt Hallbaugh, excuse me, gets to fight Austin Hubbard. I have to think Hallbaugh will be favored after this performance. We can bet on it. We're going to be able to bet on it, too. You are actually going to be able to bet on it. I cannot That's wait dope. till you talk about this on No Bets Barred. You're going to have to. Did, you, 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 <laughs> did you see Hubbard's face on the, the, the end part where they kind of, uh-huh. you know, like they showed Hubbard from yeah. his fight from a week ago, I, I right. assume a week ago. Hubbard, like as as boring as that fight was of Roosevelt, Hubbard's face was messed up. Like, like I, that fight was like I think way more violent than it, way more violent Felt in like. the actual cage than it actually maybe looked to us. But like Hubbard's yeah. face looked just as messed up as um Holliver's face and Jason Knight's face. I was just going, whoa, dang! Unless he fell down the stairs in between fell. fights, I don't know. Tra- training, tra- training <laughs> yeah. accident. Uh, someone opened the refri- someone opened the refrigerator into his face. Uh, I'm sure that happens a lot on the show. If they haven't even one time and they didn't show it, then that is yeah. a uh, 
that is production. My my thoughts on it are I'm excited. Like Halaba has oh. now made a fan out of me. Like I'm looking forward to his fight. Like I think he's going to deliver in front of the Boston crowd. Uh, and yeah, I'd, I'd probably say I'm cheering for him too after the phone call home. Uh, I think I'm uh, I'm a Kurt Halaba guy uh, going into UFC 292. Uh, maybe a little look at the under. I mean, he he seems to have a uh, an affinity for violence. Uh, and he's going to force Hubbard to fight. Hubbard is not going to be able to do what he did uh, in the first lightweight semifinal. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's a great story. I, it's hard not to root for him. Uh, I, was just, seven dogs. I was trying to remember. Yeah, seven dogs. <laughs> seven dogs. And I was trying to remember. the allegations time after time. Let's go. <laughs> the the king that was promised. That. Not guilty. Y'all got to feel me. Kurt Holaba. Uh, he was 0 for 4. I want to say this in two separate stints with the UFC, I mm-hmm. think. I want to say it wasn't one run. Yeah, he had one fight. Strike, he was came over from, he was part of Strike Force. 0 for 1 in Strike Force, then 0 for 1 in the UFC. Goes into the MMA wilderness for a bit. Comes back to the UFC. Three super tough fights. Howney Barcelos, Shane Burgos, Thiago Moises, over 3. So it would be an amazing story if he got his first UFC win and that happened to be in the Ultimate Fighter finale. But it, it, And how old is he? 36? 36. He's the second oldest or oldest uh, second oldest guy on the show, I want to say. Kerr Halaba, if he wins this, will be I didn't see this coming into the this season, but like I thought of all the the lightweights, like I was like, Kurt Halaba, he really doesn't deserve to be in there. Like every other lightweight, I thought just on their on who they are and their quality just as a fighter right then at the moment. I thought all of them could be back in the UFC, the lightweights. And Kurt Harbo was the one like, that's kind of weird. And man, he proved me wrong. He proved me wrong. And I, 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 I he wasn't even, and like, even the, even his, um, who did he fight to get even, even into the semifinals? Who was it that he fought? He had the, com- uh, he had the, oh, um, I was talking about Hollabaugh, right? Hollabaugh, yes. yes. Who did he fight? Lee Hall. Yes, Lee Hammond. Lee Hammond, one, one young gunner. Lee Hammond, that's when the Kurt Holliba was brought in yeah. to lose. He yes. was brought in. Lee Hammond was not supposed to lose that fight. Yeah. And Kurt Holliba did. And like Kurt Holliba was not supposed to beat Jason Knight, I feel. And like he's in. He's going to go to the finals, and I'm picking him to win this whole dang thing. Give me some dog odds on Kurt Holliba at 292. Yeah. I'll take him. Kurt Holliba, like, I. You said there's no stars that were made from this. I don't know. If Kurt Holliba has a great performance in that final, uh, the final fight at 291, 292. Um, 292. 292. Uh, I don't know how far he goes, but man, what what this this season as far as the actual contestants could be a big success um, for me personally because I just I've been super impressed by Karaba considering where I, what I thought of him coming into the season. Halaba beats Hubbard. Book him as the backup fighter for Makachev Oliveira. <laughs> what a story that would be. That, and and that and again, that's that's sort of what I was alluding to before. That was like I. It's a great story, but again, uh, I don't know what the Ultimate Fighter contracts are anymore. It used to be they were uh, billed as seven-figure contracts, and the caveat being it's seven figures if you like win at least like two of your three first fights, and then the, and then you get would get three more fights. So you would hopefully get it's like a, supposed to be a nine-fight contract, which in total is worth somewhere north of one million dollars. But as the Ultimate Fighters kind of got less successful. Uh, not everyone was hitting that nine fight mark or necessarily winning those fights. So they weren't getting their win bonus either. So the supposed seven figure contracts really turned out to be maybe low six figures. If that, if they stuck around that long, um, again, I don't know what the deal is now. Maybe it's more, maybe there's more guarantees. I'd be very surprised if that was the case. 
because I was just going to bring up, and it isn't necessarily the UFC's fault, um, Juan Espino, because I was thinking, is Kurt Hollibaugh the oldest uh, Ultimate Fighter winner? Should he go the, all the way? Uh, Juan Espino was 38 years old, heavyweight, when he won the Ultimate Fighter 28. He was older. He is older. <laughs> he is older than Ultimate Fighter Season 1 winner Diego Sanchez. That's how weird that was. <laughs> so if you want to know how weird the show is of producing uh, future stars. He is older, he's older right now. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he was. Yes, he's older. Yeah, he's older than. Yes, Diego that's crazy. That's crazy. It's silly. It's just silly. Uh, he's either <laughs> older or younger by like two months or something like that. It's just so dumb. That's so they're and, essentially and, the same age, but that was forever ago. <laughs> yeah. And he uh, he only and he only lasted three fights. Again, not the UFC's fault. Had some injuries. I mean, shockingly, a 38 year old pro fighter had some injuries uh, in, in his career and uh, did not compete again after three fights. So. Again, just to bring it back, I hope whatever happens, Kurt Holabaugh, should he win the show? Or Austin Hubbard. Let's give Austin Hubbard some love, too. Yeah, I come hope on, come on. We've got to give Austin Hubbard some love. Got to give Austin Hubbard some love. This is a Kurt Holabaugh program, we have to be clear. You need, a, some, <laughs> sort of, you, you need some sort of Kurt Holabaugh jersey now, because if Rico DeShula doesn't make it, knock on wood. <laughs> knock on wood for you, Connor. If uh, if Rico DeShula doesn't make it, I don't know what you're going to do on, on fight night. You're going to have to... A, I guess a Katona. Katona. World. Yeah, Katona, come on, man. Uh, have a little Steve. respect. Have a little sure. respect. Uh, perfect world for me, Rico and and uh, and Halibar, the ones hoisting the trophies come August 19th. If it's, uh, do you consider uh, Rico versus, again, should Rico advance? Do you consider Rico versus Brad to be McGregor versus McGregor? I say no. Yeah, no. <laughs> McGregor Actually, will, if, if Rico yeah. wins, McGregor will have a champion. Yeah, and especially since since uh, Kavanaugh is going to be in Katona's corner, you know what? It's true. It's it, yeah, it'll, yeah. it'll I, I mean, you, listen. Yeah. I'm I'm not starting the conversations. I've just been hearing murmurs on the streets. I've been you know the the rumor mill is working. Some are potentially saying McGregor greatest coach in tough history. I mean, I'm not saying it. I never said it, but rumors are rumors are saying this blue team is the most successful team in in tough history. Uh, McGregor I'm will be in, oh, insufferable. I don't know. If, I, don't know if, I don't know if Connor knows this though. Um, for the final fight at 292, this isn't like this is now back at their with their original coaches and their original camp that's at cool. home and stuff. So it's, it's yeah, very, exactly. So yeah. th- yes. That's and that's why I I I'll, I I'll, I I understand why these are exhibitions because you don't have a true training camp. These aren't your coaches. Your weight cut is kind of weird. You're in the, like, some of them are two rounds. Some of them two rounds. Yeah. So I get why they're exhibitions, but the final fight will be a real fight because it is with the real camp, real amount of time, all that stuff. So um, it's going to be different too. Yeah. Um, because they're going to, yeah, they're back with their original coaches. So um, are- I don't know. Maybe that, that, that could be good or bad. Who knows? But um, it'd be interesting. Or if, or maybe even they switch up camps like, uh, Hollabaugh goes to Florida and trains with uh, the, the Kilcliffe. Is that where, or is it? Is uh, yeah, Kilcliffe? yeah, Kilcliffe, yeah. Kilcliffe, yeah. yeah. I don't know if he's doing that or not. I mean, possibly, but um, it's just um, that it, for Con, because they haven't explained that in the show yet that the actual for the final no. fight camps are different. Yeah. Uh, will McGregor definitely be in Boston for UFC 292? No. I think Chandler's there for sure. Uh, yes, no doubt. Yeah, he'll be there. So you're oh wait so Connor you're firmly saying he's not going to be there. I don't think so. But uh, do, is this where they pull the hood over all of us and uh, they fooled us this entire time? And then after the uh, final tough fight, they bring in McGregor and Chandler and they do a face off and oh. they, they they bring out a little mini table and they sign the contracts in front of us. Wow, and it's set yeah. for December. Not only do we get the fight, we get the fight in 2023 as well. And everyone has to you know eat some crow on that. Well, let's get it. We we cover this every week. Again, penultimate episode. We're one episode away from the finale, guys. 
where are we? <laughs> where are we on uh, our our? Uh, how optimistic are we that this fight is going to happen? I'm out. Oh. I, I think I'm, I think I'm officially out. Stop. Yeah, it, it just. It, I was it, out of episode I, two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, but now yeah. I'm like, if you just look at Twitter, it's just like, nah, it just does not. It doesn't. It, it almost feels like. Uh, it almost feels like Chandler is is accepting that that it's probably not happening now. Uh, it, well, you know, so just give, if people didn't see some of the latest uh, Twitter hullabaloo. Conor McGregor, uh, it was asked by a fan, uh, why is the fight with Mike Chandler not interesting to you? And Conor McGregor with a quote tweet, I'll do it if they want, no prob. I don't think they want him no more, though. There's loads of juicy fights around, and my return date is my return date. I never gave an F about who it was ever. I'll fight anyone. I'll even fly them to me, ask uh, Malik Nagy, fly, flown in and bet around. Beat around? Bet around. Beat around? I don't know. And Chandler said something like, this dude... I remember when his words held an immense amount of weight. Just tell the truth. So there's some, you know, he's trying to keep it alive. He's trying, guys. He's trying. He's, he's trying. so desperate. He's like, please fight me. Please. <laughs> Have some Connor. What about honor, though? Did you think about? Did you think about what people would think of your word, your integrity, if you don't take <laughs> this fight? He's going to laugh at you, Connor. He's you too far me. gone in, into the stratosphere, man. It's he can do what he wants when he wants to. He, he's talking about uh, and like he said, bro. His return date is his return date. I mean, whenever he comes back, if we're not going to get the Chandler one, let's just do Nate Diaz at UFC 300. Let's just hold off till next March, next <laughs> April, uh, and let's just do McGregor Diaz three at UFC 300. I still think Chandler should hang on. If I'm Chandler, don't book a fight. I agree with that. I agree with that because I mean, who knows? Like his 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 opinion, his Twitter fingers change as much as the weather. In in a month, it could be you know it was always Chandler. Like you said, the fake out two ninety two, the fake. Oh, McGregor's here, Chandler's here. Oh, he's bring him in. In. Dana White is pulling out a pen. There it is. <laughs> oh, Conor McGregor putting pen to paper. <laughs> this like contract <laughs> is signed. It's signed. We're getting the fight in December. Oh, Connor jabs the pen into Chandler's forehead and signs it with his blood. Oh, that's going to be crazy. Your little Bellator tick. <laughs> I hope so. I have not given up. I know you guys are both at a zero or close to a zero right now. I'm still hovering. I wanted to like believe. I wanted to six believe. Six or seven. Is it, I'm hovering at a six or seven. Is, is it the fight you want, though? Is it honestly yeah. the fight you want? You, you, yeah, you, you, bang, yes. Yes, it would be yeah, exciting as hell, man. I don't, I don't really want to see the McGregor-Gaethje fight. It's just like Gaethje feels like he's at a different point in his career where Chandler feels like he's here to put on fun fights. And I think that that fight would be a ton of fun. Okay. Yeah, it's a cool McGregor is not wrong. There are a lot of cool fights out for him. If they made McGregor Chandler, uh, sorry, uh, McGregor Gaethje, I'm not going to go like, oh, darn it. We never. Oh, you know, yeah, never come on. I mean, of course, I'm, I'm all down for that. <laughs> you, put the, you put the BMF belt on on the line at 170 and, and the, the match is made. But Chandler has earned this. He beat him up on the show, seven to one. Sorry, Connor. Sorry to keep bringing it up. Seven to one on the show. Uh, possibly might have all, all <laughs> technically team Chandler uh, finalists, depending how uh, how this last bantamweight. And Chandler, goes. he actually he really cares about his fighters. He really cares about coaching. He I was, think so. He's I really he sincere. Does. He's really he's you really could, sincere. I, I felt I felt that. Like Connor's just like. All right, uh, how can we how can we incorporate stout into this? And, you know, but for Chandler, he was actually you felt every time he was talking to his fighters afterward and everything like this was these are real moments. And um, I do feel bad for Chandler. He got he got suckered into this and thinking he was going to get the biggest fight of his life. <laughs> yeah, whatever his when, next fight is, he'll still be, be exciting. Big, but he'll make a ton of money. 
when when Chandler was talking to Kurt after in the, the just the washroom after and saying like like how blown away he was and like if you fight like this whatever you know kind of tra- kind of trailing off because he just didn't know how to finish that he was so blown away but it, it felt very genuine like yeah. not just for the cameras it felt like he yeah. was like holy crap I didn't expect that like I probably never seen he's probably never seen Kurt Holbuff like that before um, and you know an action fighter for sure but the accuracy and everything the slipping the punches boy you know what un- and you know why from like a TV standpoint that felt real because mm-hmm. you notice like. It was like you, you know, you watch the, the office, and sometimes you get these kind of like the cameras kind of looking from a distance, so it feels kind of voyeuristic, you know? Yeah, it was that That's shot. what it was. Yeah. Like they were kind of in, they were in the bathroom. It wasn't like on the set or something that they were in the bathroom. Like, they're, like he was like washing his face off, and the camera was just like a good 20 yeah. feet away or something. You, it was even echoey. There wasn't like a good a boom mic there or anything. Mm-hmm. But so, like, there's not like, there's, they know, they don't, they may know there's someone filming there, but it's not like they're playing to the cameras. So that, if there was, no, I definitely don't think they were. You know, what I mean? you know what I'm trying to say? Like, that, that's why it, for TV wise, it, it, it felt different. That's why those moments were, yeah. we, and we got very few of those moments in this show, but I'm glad we did get a couple. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. It was a nice moment. Nice episode. Guys, we're kind of going out in a hideout here. I'm kind of excited. So this is, I'm going to be. Penulti- let's I'm, get a bang for the last the episode. Yeah. Let's yeah. get a bang for the last episode. Are we going to do a tough hang post 292 to recap the finales? I think we should do a post show right after the finales wrap and just during the pay-per-view. <laughs> I think we do. I know you'll be doing, I think you, you tell Mike, you tell my oh, best yeah, friend, Mike, Mike, live Mike, watch, yeah. Mike, yeah, Mike, tell Mike, call, call, bring someone in to do the watch party. You say, I got to step into this other room because we're going to film a quick <laughs> post. No other room. No other room. What we're going to do is, is we'll have the watch party going. I'll have my <laughs> laptop set up to the left. We just have to stay on top of the switching. And each time I turn to face each camera, then we can put me in the shot and no one okay. will be any the wiser. And we just got to stay on our P's and Q's yeah. on the mics and be switching it. But I should be able to make that work. I should yeah. be able to do that live. Casey, you've been in production business for a long time. You can make this happen. It's, it's easy, right? Seamless, <laughs> seamless show. Seamless. Double show. Okay. No, no I was question. born to no do question. this. <laughs> so looking forward to that uh and guys yes next week we have our last uh last episode the second bantamweight semi-final between rico de Shulo and uh cody gibson i do want to shout out someone in the youtube comments because i was asking a lot during uh katona's episode uh has anyone won the show twice and i mentioned diego lima i mentioned jesse taylor as guys who would like come close to just making the final well lima made two finals jesse taylor was qualified for two finals and won once uh, and I'd completely forgotten about someone who was the, on the same season as uh, Lima the second time. Eddie Gordon. Eddie Gordon won, I want to say, tough Shout 13 to 14. Shout out to Eddie Gordon. Yeah. One of the worst seasons of the Ultimate Fighter. This was the uh, Frankie Iker, BJ Penn season. Absolutely Worse a show. Worse than shit. this one? Or where, where oh, does it if, you thought, if, if you thought that there was parts, uh, episodes this season that were boring, you want need to watch Tough 13 or 14. I can't remember which one it was. It is just a nonstop. No one wants to be there. Uh, uh, BJ Penn and Frank Edgar have no reason to want to fight each other again. They're just like, why are we doing this? Uh, none of Corey Anderson did come out of the show. I will say, okay, top nice, nice. six, top seven light heavyweight Corey Anderson did Listen, come out of the show. You never know who's going to come out of this one. He was still beast in 25 8 at the time. Yeah, and, yeah that, was, uh, that, was, that was his today, nickname back then, beast in 25 8. It's a it. great nickname. It bends time and space. Uh, so shout out to Conan Zena for reminding me about uh, Eddie Gordon on the YouTube comments. People leave comments right. and uh, leave us your comments on your thoughts on this season. 
Uh, hopefully, I'll get to read them out next time. I know you'll only be have to judge the first 11 episodes, and obviously, the 12th is going to be the best one. Yeah, of course, uh, so of course, of course. And then the finales, you're going to going to put it all over, and then in the rear view oh, mirror, we're going to be like, was yeah, that man. the best? Ep- was that the best season of Tough we've ever had? <laughs> After Rico, Rico and Kurt emerge as the winners, like yes. the two the two oldest guys in the show emerge as the winners. <laughs> back, yes, yes, that's a, that's another reason I'm cheering for it. I want people thirty five and over the, to win tough this season is similar to the to the United States presidency. You have to be yeah, yeah. thirty five years ah, old. Great to see these young bucks finally getting a shot at the UFC. Right, this is fantastic. <laughs> so, uh, but yes, that's it for this week's guys. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Thank you GC. Thank you producer Casey. And I'm I'm trying not to get emotional knowing we only have one episode left. Uh, don't try and uh, don't try and hide it, man. Just get emotional. Just don't. Just it. get it. It's, it's, I, it's an emotional let, time. Let the tears flow. I, people I, saw I me can't crying. believe my eyes. I can't believe my eyes are actually being put on episode eleven. It's uh, you, it's really crazy moment. I remember see, episode one. I don't. It's like it was yesterday. I don't know if you were here. Watched last week's tough hang. I did get emotional watching uh, reading uh, Katona's poetry. His. Uh, <laughs> you want to know how I watched it? No sound. I was actually at a bar in Dallas and they had it on. And I was just like, yes. this couldn't be any better. This couldn't be any better. I mean, my wow. night has been made. When we walked in and Tough was on, I was just like, yeah, I'm going to stay here. I don't care where else you guys go, but this is my spot for the next No, no subtitles either? No sound, no, no subtitles? No subtitles, no nothing. Oh, no subtitles. I don't know anything that anyone said. I was just, I was just there for the vibes. I was there for the moment. <laughs> well, uh, the vibes of this show are powerful. Uh, and I mean, t- I mean, Ultimate Fighter and Tough Hang. So uh, thanks again, everyone. And we will see you next week for the big finale. Peace out. What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. 
Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts.